We don't have to prove it to ourselves. Sorry, Brandon. Everything has to be hard and we can't receive something that feels good just because it is our sovereign right to be naturally balanced. Mm. We're all living in an altered state of stress and thinking that's normal. Mm. And we don't function well there. We don't function well when we, when we don't get good sleep. We don't function well when we have illness. We don't function well when we have debilitating stress and all that stress and turmoil that can be integrated that can be mitigated and we can show up more fully our hearts are more open our brains are connected to our creative capacities and then you know i think we're just going to be less assholes and easier to get along with and and really you know make some positive change welcome to the innovative founder the show where entrepreneurs get real. real. These are the raw, the gut-wrenching, often hilarious, sometimes shocking, and definitely entertaining stories of innovative business founders who are making their beautiful dent in the world. No BS, no posturing, and no narcissists allowed. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the unscripted adventures on today's episode. Now, here's your hairless hosts, Bob Regneris and Brandon Boyd. Hey, Hello. founders. Welcome to the founders. show. What's going on here? Bob, oh, what's it is It is great. The world is moving quickly. It's like I, Brandon, I'm telling people that things are moving I feel like I'm on one of those next gen coasters that you start mm. at zero and you fly forward at 70 miles an hour and you leave your eyeballs behind, <laughs> but you're having the time of your life. Going that's that's the way things are happening right now. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Well, I think you and I and, and a friend of ours, Scott, are going through what would be called a grand awakening. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, we yeah. are having some amazing experiences, um, many of which we'll probably share in parts as, as we process it. But uh, let's just say that we are being invited to up our game a little bit. Mm. And, um, you know, our guest last week, uh, Britt, uh, amazing, amazing individual. Um, I think it's a perfect bridge to who our guest is this week. Uh, we're we're going to talk about them in a minute. Uh, as, as I was talking with our guest, Brandon, uh, I wrote down, I wrote down two words and one of them is in the title of our show. It's, it's innovative. Hmm. So here, here's the thing, Brandon, we all want to call ourselves innovative, mm -hmm. but what we end up doing is we end up copying somebody else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because we think it's a shortcut and like, oh, well, that's the model. If I just do that. I'm going to be successful. Mm. And that is not what it's about at all. Innovation mm -hmm. is not copying somebody else's plan. I mean, you and I have had a, a former staff member who literally copied our entire website. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And said, well, I can be as successful as Bob and Brandon by just copying what they're doing. Mm. That is yeah. not innovation. And that's what not what the show is about. Innovation is about is about taking a look at something that everybody accepts as the norm and going, you know what? There's a better way to do that. Mm -hmm. And today's example and what Britt talked about last week are examples of, of society going, well, trauma is hard. The work is hard. Mm -hmm. It takes time. Mm -hmm. Like things take time. It's hard work. Mm -hmm. um, our guests this week and our guests last week were kind of like bullshit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, innovation does not come from within. Innovation comes from the outside. Our friend Perry talks about that a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. new ideas are not going to come from the the circle jerk of your of your current market or, mm -hmm. or institution. It's going to come yes. from the outside. And Brandon, you have a very personal connection to the guests we're going to have today. Um, talk, maybe introduce them by name right now, and then just sure. talk a little bit about what we're going to hear today. That's so, innovative. Absolutely. So we're so I'm gonna we're gonna talk to Wesley Fuquay and Stephanie Kwong today. Mm -hmm. 
uh, they are the founders of the rapid rewire method. Uh, and I met Stephanie at a party beginning of this year and got very intrigued by the work she was doing with behavioral change, brain change, healing, um, something I've always been interested in forever. And to the point where like, well, let's go, let me go to a training and uh, went to a training for a weekend. And it was absolutely astounded by what I saw. Um, and, and the two, the two big things were, um, this methodology of shifting behavior, emotional charge around traumatic events, events in general, the two big indicators for me was one, it did not rely on the expertise of a, of a practitioner that the years of training and degrees and, and, and years and years and years, it didn't rely on their power to help someone make a shift and make a change. And the other part of it was, is this methodology can be done by yourself to yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was day three of the training. And again, this is, this is, this is script based. This was simple outline. And I think to your point of innovation, innovation is evolution. And mm -hmm. you know, we, we talk about on the show today, we talk about, you know, how this is absolutely going to shift the entire landscape of um, psychology. There's no question, not that it's going to do away with it, not that there isn't a place for traditional means and methods, but this particular, th th this creation of this methodology is evolving the field of healing and psychology. It's putting it back into the hands of the person who really wants to heal themselves, who really yeah. wants to make themselves better. And we've been taught that that's like you said, Bob, that that takes a long time and a hard slog. And you got to relive these things that you don't, the traumatic events, whatever that is. And it absolutely removes that, that presumption uh, and takes and puts you, puts the tools squarely in the hands of the person wanting to do their work and wanting to do their healing. And that was the other big, huge, like, holy cow, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, the other word I wrote down, Brandon, is mm -hmm. speed, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, if you think about innovations in, in our lifetime, they've been, a, they've been, a lot of them are around speed. You know, the, the idea of, well, how do you get from the USA to Europe? Well, you get on a boat or a ship and it takes you a couple weeks to mm -hmm. get there. And, you know, uh, people started going, well, no, that doesn't work. You know, we could actually fly. It seems ludicrous. Mm -hmm. Like, no, humans don't fly. Mm -hmm. But yet here we are. Now we have the capability to fly anywhere in the world in like less than a day, even on the other side of the planet. This, this is that important. Um, mm -hmm. I had somebody... I put out a video and sent out to our email list a couple of days ago, Brandon, about AI. And somebody wrote back talking about like, well, should I just give up? Like, I'm a writer. Are you saying like AI is going to replace me? Maybe I should just give up. I said, well, you know, it really depends on you. I said, you know, people don't drive horse and buggies around town anymore, do they? They drive automobiles. Um, you might insist that horse and buggy is the most elegant way to get around, but if you're the only one doing it, then you're you're going to kind of be a, a societal outcast. Mm -hmm. So AI is a new innovation, and it's scary as hell, but it's just a tool. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what we're talking about today, the rapid we. <laughs> easy for me to say, the right, rapid right. rewire method is a new technology and a new tool that is getting amazing results. And there's going to be a bunch of people, Brandon, that say, oh, well, that's not the way you do it. That's not the right. way we've always, you know, that's not the way we build cars, Henry Ford. We right. put them in a shop and we spend right. weeks in custom. No, no, um, no, I'm going to build a car in less than an hour on something called an assembly line. Like, this is what we're talking about. That's what mm -hmm. this show is about. We are going to bring people to you that are innovative. And the, these are innovations that we, Brandon and I feel are critical. Mm -hmm. And we, we kind of just feel this deep calling to bring these type of people forward because the planet is not going to change if we keep doing the same thing that we've done all along. And, and I think the two guests today, Britt last week and others we're going to bring forward are going to challenge some people. And we may have some people, Brandon, that unsubscribe because it's like not for them, sure. which is fine. But we're going to draw a heck of a lot more people that are going, you know what? I'm, I'm sick of the old ways. Uh, it's yeah. not going to take me two years to do this. I, I can do this quick. Yes. And that's the type of stuff we want to do. That's the type of stuff you and I want to be involved in. 100%.
100%. And with that, let's get into our show today with Wesley and Stephanie. Welcome, Stephanie and Wesley, to the show. So great to have you. Thanks oh, that was so us. underwhelming, Brandon. What? No. Come on. I, I need a much, I need a much more right. rousing. All right, here that. we go. Here we go. Stephanie and Wesley, it is amazing to have there you on this go. show. That oh was goodness, so clouds have opened. Just so good to have you guys. Food. Sorry, maybe I needed more coffee for that first one. Sorry. We'll we, just... we are we are breaking new ground. This is our yes. first uh, dual dual podcast. Yeah, yes. People on the show today. Yes. All of us have microphones and we're all type A's. So we're all going to try to hog the spotlight. We're going to talk over each other and fight. Yeah, it's going to be great. Oh, well, great. Brandon, uh, these are these are some friends of yours. They yes. Fast friends. They have some yes. amazing things to share today. I'll, I'll let you kind of walk us into it and 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 let you lead off. Awesome. Well, I was introduced to Stephanie by another great friend of mine at a I think it was a New Year's Eve party. And we got to talking and got in a great conversation. And I got very curious about the work that Stephanie does. Uh, and that is about personal development type of work and being a personal development junkie for so many years and in, in an effort to try and fix me before I realized it wasn't broken. Um, I, I was interested in all different types of modalities and how to kind of hack the brain. And so Stephanie and I had this great conversation at a party and I decided to attend one of their events. And it was absolutely beautiful and life-changing. And I know we'll we'll get into that later on. But uh, again, welcome, Stephanie and Wesley. And we like to start off the show by just a question of what are you both working on right now that you're really excited about? What's going on in your worlds, personal, professional, both, that you're both just excited about and want to talk about? Stephanie, you go first. Yep, Stephanie, go first. Well, Bob and Brandon, thank you for having us on the show. And, um, you know, something I'm really excited about, I, I always like to lead with like the full spectrum of being a human in other areas of my life. But personally, I'm just really pumped about the rapid VR method. I know this is the subject of like that we're going to be talking about a lot on the show, but it's true. It's so much of my heart and soul are currently devoted to this mission of really helping to transform humanity through these amazing tools that I've learned through Wesley when you know you learned it from me Brandon or you got connected and learned about it but for me it was is through through Wesley and um yeah I'm just like a bat out of hell right now wanting to get these tools into the hands of the masses and what's cool is there's so many when you're really aligned with your mission and your vision when all your energies are just shooting towards one thing i've seen even recently in the past two days so much support that's come in to really help move this forward and also because you know before i know when i was creating when i was a subconscious rewiring coach i think there was still a part of me that needed healing to um be seen and then once I've kind of cleared that, it's not even about me anymore. It's about these tools. It's about helping people. And so it's nice to have something where it's really, it does feel selfless. And it's really about what can I do alongside Wesley to leave a legacy, to really, you know, leave a mark on this planet to help people in some way. Awesome. Thank you. Wesley, what about you? Brandon, you gave me permission to cuss on the show, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. There's plenty of yeah, cussing. This is an adult show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That's going to be really good. So, yeah, we're going to come right out of the gate with it. Good. So, listen, this is how I see things, what I've been called to my mission. I look out and I think, man, the world is burning. Mm. And it is going to be up to us individually to be reconnected to our personal genius, our gifts, and so that we can give our deepest gift to the world to get ourselves out of the problem. I don't think there's one particular saving grace that's going to get us out of this. It's going to take our collective genius, our collective unity, where we're all plugged into where we go so that we can give our deepest gift and get ourselves out of this predicament. And to do that, we're going to have to wake the fuck up. So my job is to wake people the fuck up. So what I'm always interested in is people's awakening, right? Can I be of assistance on that path where they go, right, okay, now I get it. This is my mission, or this is who I am, and this is how I'm going to serve and go forward. So my big passion, what I'm always lit up about, is how can I be somewhere on that journey of someone going from waking up to growing up to showing up? And can I offer my deepest gifts at wherever they are on that spectrum so that we can get us out of this predicament because world's burning. 
Mm, thank you. Love, thank love you. that, Wesley. Do you find, have you found in your experience that people are coming to you after they woke up or are you actually in the process of helping people wake the fuck up? It's both. So and it, we, we, I can meet anybody anywhere on that spectrum. So okay. it's either they need wake up work, they need grow up work, which is actualization, human potential, or they need full blown spiritual experience and reconnect to their own, their own spiritual path. And then anywhere along that continuum, we can do cleanup. So whenever we meet with somebody, especially when I'm doing uh, one-to-one work, not so much in group work, our methodology and, and the way that I've structured everything is that we can meet somebody where they need to wake up, they need to grow up, or they need to show up. So everything we do can honor that place where they are and get them from the level they're on to the level where they're going to. Hmm. Most people, I mean, it, in my work, I, I get a lot of referrals from a medical community. So a lot of them do need some, some wake up work, but there's a really good percentage of them that are working on grow up. And then my favorite work, of course, is the spiritual awakening work because that's where the juice is at. Maybe Brandon will tell us about his experience that he, the last weekend that he, he told us about. Oh, it was, you know, it was quite something. <laughs> well, yeah, right. let me ask you something about that, Wesley. So in, so I, I did a weekend training with you too, and it was just blow away. And so tell me a little bit about that, that cocktail you just mentioned. You've got the spiritual awakening work. You've got, say it again, the, the three. Yeah, know. so we can meet somebody for psycho-emotional relief. We can meet them at the place where they need self-actualization, growth, human potential, uncovering. And we can also meet somebody at that level of understanding their deep purpose, understanding mission, understanding who they are, what they are, basically spiritual waking, actual classical enlightenment, right? Uh, a Kenjo experience. So anywhere along that continuum, we can apply the methods we have to either bring about that relief, get them back to functioning, Mm. uncover mission, growth, potential, actualization, get them clear about the stance, the identity, and the roles that they need to adopt to move forward, to show up in the world more powerfully. And then for the people, and this is a rare group, but for the people who are like, I really want to know what it's all about. I want to know who I am. I want to know what this is. I want to know how I fit in. And I want to understand the nature of the universe, what God is, what love is, what life is. I want to understand myself. That is also available for people. And one more thing I'll say to tag on the end of that is it's not coming from me. It's not coming from Stephanie. It's not coming from the people that we show how to be facilitators. The work allows those answers to come up from the individual. It's their own direct experience when they have it. So we're not pre-scripting it. There's nothing to, um, to sign up for. There's nothing to adopt. There's nothing to believe in. They're having their own direct experience. And that's an important key part of what we do. I think... Um... And I mentioned this to you both, I think a couple of times is the Sunday when we were ending up the training, that was the hugest takeaway because I've, I've been in, involved in different types of NLP and different types of, of brain work and, and thought, oh, I might get certified in this or that. And what I absolutely honored about your process that you teach is that it doesn't rely on the it relies very little on the person who is helping the subject. This is just simply holding space for a subject, um, asking questions to help them realize their own answers. And for me, that's that makes me feel real comfortable. I don't want to hold someone else's, I don't want my opinions to hold someone else's path of their life in their hands. No, I don't, I don't want that kind of power in somebody else's life. I want to say, have you thought about this? You know, have you considered this and help them figure that out for themselves? Because ultimately that, that's really, they're going to do what they figure out for themselves rather than what some, a coach or a trainer or a therapist says to them. Um, so I really, that's why I'm so excited about talking about this today and, 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 and doing the training with you all. Wesley, I'm, I'm interested in terms of how you came across this kind of your origin story with with this rapid uh, rewire method and, and and why it's uh, why it's become so powerful for you. Cool. Yeah, thank you so much. So I'll try to make it quick. Uh, I come from the education world. So I was a psychology professor in Arizona for about 14 years and was teaching in the Department of Psychological Science. And when I was there, I got really involved in consciousness science. And I went on to create coursework on the psychology of mature ego development and consciousness. And uh, this was really cool because I was able to, to be in a university setting 
and uh, teach integral theory to a bunch of undergrads. But I realized it was a big swallow. And the kids, they, they were excited. They thought, oh, here comes this, I had long hair back then. They, oh, here's this young, long-haired professor. He's probably going to slip us the LSD under the desk. And of course, you know, I couldn't do that. So bummer. You slipped yeah, it over bummer. the desk. Over the desk. It's all over the desk. As you no, should. I, I could right in the open. Arizona, man. <laughs> we had Sheriff Joe Arpaio. He sent me to the jail. Why wasn't I in your class? <laughs> so um, anyway, I, I went on a long journey to learn and become seasoned in evocation methods of consciousness that didn't involve chemicals or compounds to get there. In other words, I had to learn how to go to these same states of awareness that we would get into if we took, you know, psilocybin or ayahuasca or, or um, something like that, um, but be able to do it without using those chemical portals. And we were really successful with that. And so the, the class gained a lot of notoriety on campus. We had standing room only for years. I had kids coming back, taking the class. They wouldn't even sign up to, to technically audit anymore. They would just come like do a sit-in for like four years after they, they left. So it was a really cool experience. We, we created a little campus community. And um, toward the end of that tenure, I just got sick of taking attendance and decided to go off and start a nonprofit organization where we were doing the same type of work, but in a community setting. So um, right about that time where I left, I was introduced to the work of a Yugoslavian psychologist. Uh, today is Serbia, but former Yugoslavia. I, I say Serbia and people mix it with other countries. They don't quite know where it's at, but he lived in Belgrade. And I was introduced to it by my mentor who's out of Vancouver. And what was unique about it is they were using states of consciousness to create level changes in consciousness, meaning making worldview shifts real time, not down the road, not inferred, not being transmitted from teacher to student, but a direct experience in the individual in that moment. And I went, whoa, this is the holy grail. This is like it. This is what I'm looking for. So I went on a nine-year apprenticeship. Um, with the originator of the of the work, plus some of his um, very, very skilled protégés, um, and just really all in on this understanding of this methodology to bring about consciousness change by using states, which is interesting, but to create level changes, worldview shifts. And that was the real magic in that. Um, so about almost two years ago now, I finished that apprenticeship um, a couple of months after that apprenticeship ended, um, our creator of the work, Zivrad Slavinsky, uh, passed away complications of a stroke. And there's only a handful of us left who are um, been given the, the rights and privileges to teach this work to other trainers and to train other people in the world. Mm -hmm. So I've got a handful of colleagues. One is my dear mentor out of Vancouver, Satyan Raja with his Accelerated Evolution Program. Um, Marco, uh, uh, Marco, Mich I can't even pronounce his last name right now, but uh, Milicevic, who's in Serbia right now, and there's a few other people uh, in the US and scattered around Europe. And we are trying to position this so that this can be the go-to modality for psychological healing, growth, and position it so that for this millennia, where we don't have a lot of time, we can't sit on a couch for 20 years anymore. We can't even sign up for cognitive behavioral therapy for nine months to two years. We got to get people patched up, back to functioning, back in society, giving their gifts immediately. And I think this is what's going to become alternative psychology or quantum psychology. And I'm here to teach people and empower others how to do that. So I'm here to do the ones of the many. And uh, I just feel that between myself and my colleagues and the people who are blessed to work with this particular genius, um, we're going we're gonna to heal a lot of souls. Hey, everyone. I hope you're enjoying this show. Uh, I'm such a fan of this work, as you can tell. And I'm so excited to be able to uh, offer this for uh, Stephanie and Wesley is rapidrewiremethod.com. It's, uh, I just went to the training not a couple months ago. It was absolutely amazing. And the techniques that you're learning that they're, they're talking about today are absolutely true. I've been using them on myself. I'm using them on other people that I've trained with. I'm actually doing some work with one of the guests that we've had on this show. Uh, they have asked me to help them work through some of the things and I'm going to use these very methods. Uh, it's an amazing, amazing modality. 
If you are someone like me who has been addicted to this personal development and just wanting to shift yourself and work on yourself and, and heal yourself, whatever your words are, this is something you've got to learn. This is something you really, really want to pay attention to. Go ahead to their website. I think even you can even sign up for a free session with Stephanie on there uh, or, or Wesley as well. There may be a free or paid version, but it's worth it. It's worth it to check it out and see for yourself. Now let's get back to the show. You're listening to The Innovative Founder. Now, back to your hosts, Bob Rickneris and Brendan Boyd. So, no way. Like, therapy has to take... It's hard work, Wesley. <laughs> Stephanie, isn't it about spending years in therapy to heal yourself? Absolutely. Like, no way. Right. Yeah. Like, that's what we're supposed to do. That's what the industry tells us to do. Yeah. It's a well, slog. And I- and I think that that's kind of been, you know, as Wesley and I have been for on the move with Rapid Rewire, is really being able to get people to shift their paradigms around what healing means, how long it takes, um, can it fully be integrated and dissolved such that the person doesn't have to be identified with the issue or relive it over and over again or be triggered by it and only have coping mechanisms. And it's really difficult because some people are like, no, no, no. This is how it is. You can't actually do that. And we have evidence. I mean, even watching Wesley work with one of our students recently in our level two training, you know, she was, she witnessed a death. She was at the beach and a pro surfer hit his head on coral. And she and her boyfriend ran over. We're trying to help this gentleman. And he ended up dying. And she said that she couldn't even go back to the beach. She kept having flashbacks of seeing the surfer's face. She's like blue lips, eyes wide open, crystal blue eyes when they pulled him away on the stretcher. And so for her, she was limited. She lives in Florida and couldn't even go back to the beach. And I said to Wesley, she was like, I can't wait for level two because then I can clear this. But level two was a month away. So I called up Wesley and I said, hey, Wes, can you know, you run a intense experience integration on her, help her to clear it. Let's record this news for content um, for our level two. And so that's what we did. And in 18 minutes, Wesley took her from, you know, couldn't, couldn't could, having flashbacks, couldn't go to the beach yeah. to integrating it such that it became a memory for her. And she was able to move about the cabin freely. And the next day we zoomed once again and she was at the beach at the site of the incident. She ended up seeing a memorial, which said Kevin Moon, that was the name of the surfer. And she goes, I see it and all I feel is nothing but gratitude and peace. And she goes, oh, and I forgot to tell you, I think I'm gonna take up surfing now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, um, I've never seen this, even in the work that I was doing before, such a radical shift in 18 minutes. And it's, as I've shared with some people, they're like, oh yeah, healing trauma in 18 minutes or, or in 20 minutes, right? Can't, cause we, we have that on one of our, um, some of our copy. And I said, actually we can stand behind that claim and we have evidence for it. Literally a recording showing in 18 minutes, someone went from, you know, not able to function, having issues to pure liberation. So it's exciting to bring this work out there. But yeah, really having people understand that you don't have to live with your traumas or, you know, these disempowering um, beliefs or disturbing identities, anything that really holds them back from really being who they are meant to be, we can help people to clear that and yeah, and come home to themselves and be back in their power. Mm. One of the things that comes to my mind, Wesley, is, so that story is amazing. Did that individual, was was that something where the problem is masked or it's really cleared away? Because I know people are probably going, well, is she in some sort of hypnotic trance where mm-hmm. she thinks it's one thing? Talk about the difference between what, like, it's like masking it versus it's gone. Yeah, Sure. Great. The, the check is all in what we call integration. So the way we know something's actually been let go of, has it been healed? Has it, has it been transformed? Has it been transcended? Is we're looking for integration. Integration in our world means someone can put their attention on the trigger again, but not have the trigger response. She can go back to the beach. She can think about it again. Someone can go back to the scene of an accident. They can look at a picture of someone who violated them. Um, they can get on a plane. Uh, you know, whatever the 
whatever the, uh, the triggering event is, we should be able to present them with it. And then they're feeling only presence and peace or simply nothing at all. So we don't, uh, we don't tiptoe around. So right at the end of our procedures, we actually try to re-expose them to the original trigger as best we can with safety. And usually it's just something sort of verbal. Um, but I've had circumstances before where I've helped somebody who had just been in a car accident days prior, was now completely terrified of driving. We did the procedure on them. And then at the end of the call, I said, great, grab your car keys. This person lives in another city. I'm in another city. I'm on the phone with them. I'm like, great, we're driving around. She said, okay, I think I'm good. I said, yeah, let's go to the intersection where it happened. Mm. I'm there, completely okay. So I feel good. I can sleep at night knowing I didn't fool myself. We didn't pull the wool over their eyes because we should be able to be reintroduced to the original trigger event and have it only be information. So if something affects us, then there's still emotional charge. But existentially speaking, anything that happens is really just information. So if we can take something that we refuse to, and it had great meaning around it, a lot of emotional charge, lots of looping thoughts and emotions, and have it transfer back to just being information, I call that integration. I'm willing to say, listen, that person's let that go. And we've seen this happen hundreds and hundreds of times. And I'm really nosy with a lot of my personal clients. So I check in with them and I'm like, so, hey, how's that thing going? And they go, man, I don't even think about that anymore. But now I got new shit coming up. So um, knowing that somebody doesn't have to any longer identify with the event is how we know that it's over. They no longer identify with it. They've de-identified with it. What does that mean? They understand that thing was a part of them, but it's not them. And if they choose to include that in their discussion of their life, they can, but they don't feel compelled to anymore. So they've completely de-identified with it. So that's how we know. They integrate. Mm -hmm. Question Brandon, for both. Brandon, oh, I'd love, I, I love for you at this point, if you wouldn't mind, before you ask yeah. the next question, why don't you share your experience a little bit just to give some context? So the best example is it was, I think it was day one of the training. Um, I had been wrestling with allergies for about two years. I have tried all different types of meds over the counter. I just went for a blood test to get like allergy meds that were may or may or the, the injections that may or may not were going to work. And it was very, very, very frustrating for me. I was constantly in a state of congestion. And so I'm going in and the first assignment with, with Wesley and Stephanie was let's choose something to work on that isn't so, so maybe not, maybe it's just kind of annoying and it's it doesn't have to be super personal and super traumatic, but let's just, let's find something to work on. And I chose, well, I'm super frustrated over these damn allergies. It's been two years and nothing's working. So I worked with, um, uh, I think a, a friend of mine or even someone I didn't even know that well, and walked through one of the exercises within a few hours of showing up at the event um, and went through and for lack of a better word, got down and worked through this frustration and did this exercise and worked through it and got on the other side of it. And within a day and a half, my allergies were gone. They have not come back. Um, there's a little congestion here and there, but I've, I've gotten off anything I've been taking and like, there's nothing. And to see something that was physically manifested because I, because my frustration, that charge of frustration and anger was holding it in place in my body was astounding to me. And, and, and the fact that the person who was helping me through it was trained only in a few hours. Like I was, we were not, we were just learning this. We were handed a script to walk through and like, can this be real? And it goes back to Wesley, what he was talking about and Stephanie was talking about is that this relies on the subject wanting to do the work. It does not rely on the expertise, knowledge, degrees, training, years and years necessarily of the practitioner. And I think that's what got my attention immediately. Uh, the other part of it was, is, which was, again, very astounding is by day three, is you can do this process alone. You can do this with yourself. You don't necessarily need a practitioner the entire time. So in, and that's something that they actually encourage us to do as students is, is to do this with ourselves daily, pick something and work on it. And I particularly like to journal through it and then come out the other side. And it's, it's astounding what happens, how your own intuition, your own higher self, whatever you want to call it, is going to take you to the place 
of of freedom, of healing, of whatever the word is, release, um, it, very intuitively. That's a mic drop moment right there. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. That that's, I mean, look, this people are listening and like, okay, you know, these are two great stories. Th these yeah. are experiences. Yeah. And one of the things that we do here at Feed Stories is we we basically say, look, the, the way to make change in, in others and change yourself is to is to tell your story and, and tell a different story. Um, this is foundational in, in that principle, which is there's a different story. Um, the way Wesley described it is that that individual with the surfer is now telling herself a different story about the instant. Um, it, the, the story's been replaced. It's a story of hope and a story of courage. Um, and, and Brandon, you know, we know that, you know, psychological things affect the physical. Like mm -hmm. we can all know that, you know, stress and things causes those things. Um, so I, I'm interested, Stephanie, um, have you seen other instances where, you like there's something that's holding somebody back and it releases something in the physical is is that is that a phenomenon that only brandon went through or is that something you're, you're seeing more and more of i mean we do see that you know wesley talks about this a lot is like once you shift the emotional charge that's attached to the experience by as a as a symptom a lot of times what happens around your circumstances alter right whether yeah. it's internal or external brandon had it internally he shifted his frustration all of a sudden his relationship to allergies changed and then it kind of disintegrated out of his physical body and we've seen that externally as well i mean we have story after story i'm sure wesley can tell a lot more too because he works a lot directly one-on-one -on -one with people but these miraculous even this isn't um someone so one of our students, we just did our level two, and she actually sent me a text that she said she left her in her trauma release, her intense experience integration script at her parents' house because that's where she printed it. Her dad, she forgot it. Her dad read it and ended up approaching her. Wesley, this just happened yesterday and said that he's been through some really deep traumas in his life, like really horrific childhood stuff that he's never talked about. And now he actually wants her to help him. He's in his seventies. Wow. She goes, Steph, I'm telling you, he has all these health issues. He can't even stand. There's some issues with his feet. There's all these health issues going on. And she goes, and I can tell you, it's probably because of all you know, these emotions that are just trapped and stored inside of him, all these traumas that he hasn't dealt with. And now he's just asked his daughter to help him. And it literally just came from him even reading the script, created an opening for him. And um, I mean, again, I could go into story after story, but even for myself, you know, you had asked, what is my origin story with this work? I was a subconscious rewiring coach for 14 years. Um, I've trained in a lot of modalities and experienced a lot of modalities as well in the clinical setting and even in alternative types of um, modalities. And I was always in the, I'm always a seeker, but also I felt like I needed to know everything that was out there in order to serve my clients in the best way possible. And towards the end of my career in the last five years, I was working with ultra high level people I prefer like CEOs of billion dollar companies to celebrities, et cetera. And they wanted results and they wanted them fast. They were paying me top dollars. So they're like, get it done, sister. And so that was, I thought what I had in my toolbox was the baddest tools ever. And mm -hmm. then cut to February 20th, 2021, I experienced the biggest adult trauma of my life. I had a miscarriage. I got pregnant without trying at 43. I deeply desired to be a mom. I thought, what a miracle that I got pregnant. And then nine and a half weeks later, very painfully lost the baby. Mm. And so I went into a really dark place. I had a dark night of the soul. I went into a place where I was like, I know we can cuss. The universe, like it's not benevolent. This is the cruelest thing that you could do to somebody. At least just don't even get me pregnant, right? Mm. And yet there was a deep purpose in all of this as it always happens to be but I couldn't mm -hmm. see it at the moment and all I could see in the moment was deep despair and grief and sadness and I know there's no timeline for grieving however after five months I 
every time I would see a pregnancy announcement on social media, and I feel like everyone in 2021 was announcing their pregnancy because all the COVID babies, <laughs> I would see someone holding a baby, I would get activated and start crying. And I had days, mornings where I'd wake up and I didn't want to get out of bed and I couldn't function. This became a problem for me. I wasn't able to go about my normal daily life because of this incident. And I got connected to Wesley and literally in one 60 minute session, he processed the trauma of the miscarriage, drained the emotional charge of it, that I couldn't even connect to sadness and grief in my body anymore. It was literally gone. And I remember I was like, what the fuck did you do to me? Because I was like, oh, I know how to move things quickly, but I'd never experienced anything like that. And even to this day, you would ask for Bob, you know, does it come back? I haven't had an issue. Once it was done, it was integrated, it was done. I haven't had to process around the miscarriage again or journal about it or do breath work or meditate on it. It's literally complete. And again, it went back to becoming information. It's what happened versus who I am. And, mm. you know, since then, I remember when I was so floored by what Wesley did, I was like, can we keep doing processes? So we kept, we worked every week together. And at the seven week mark, I heard the divine command um, Clary Audio, I heard you're meant to bring these tools into the world. And so I said to Wesley, you know, hey, I know this might sound weird, but <laughs> this is what I heard. Yep. And I always do what I'm told. And his business partner had actually passed away earlier that year of COVID. And he goes, I was waiting for someone to step forward, <laughs> you know, to support him in this mission. And and that's how we joined forces. And literally within a few months, you know, we we ran our very first training at the Star House and filled that thing. And and on, you know, it's been for the past just a little over a year. And so it's been extraordinary. Um, it's been a huge shift in my life. And, you know, I'm newer to these tools versus Wesley's been in it for a long time. So when I talk about every time I still see transformations happen fast, like the one with the surfer or another one. You know, one of my dear friends did the training back in July of last year, and she had a, she was a child of rape. And so she had a really deep wounding from that experience and um, said that she was going to work on that tool on the, on the final day. And I'm like, no, 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 do it today. Cause today's the biggest one you're going to learn. And she got paired up with a gentleman who was, he was a businessman. He was not even a coach or a practitioner. And he just got one of our scripts for the very first time and in 32 minutes cleared her huge issue that she said she had been struggling with for years. And she did an Instagram story about the next day. She was like, I've hired coaches, I've hired energy workers. I've like worked on it myself years. And in 32 minutes, a non-trained person who just had a specific protocol on how to take her through was able to clear it and it never came back to Cause she said, I thought it'd come back the next morning. It's now nighttime and I'm still fine. And so we, keep having story after story like that. That's where it impacted me. I get so excited when I hear it happening for, you know, students of ours and they just continue to build up because as we keep sharing this workout, we keep getting, you know, stories of, of rapid integrative transformations that still blow my mind. It's hmm. amazing. Stephanie, if you had to distill it down, you've, you've had a lot of amazing training and then you're, you're, you experienced this methodology. If, if you absolutely had to distill it down to what, what was the shift or what did you say? Oh, the, what was different about it? Or what was, what was the nuance that, it, because here's the thing, I know our listeners like myself, we, we've looked into these different modalities, EFT and NLP and, and talk therapy and, and healing. And these are all valid, valid things, but what we're talking about can sound almost too good to be true. And I experienced it firsthand. I'm like, really, is this, this effective? Holy shit. So in your extensive experience, what was the kind of, what did you notice that was different about this? Um, not only, you know, experiencing yourself with something you were going through, but as, as someone who is neck deep in this world of shifting behavior, professionally and trained, like, professionally trained. Yeah. What, what was like, what did you notice? What, what were the thing or things that was like, here's the difference? So there's a lot of differences in what I've identified in this versus the modalities I've been trained in and the modalities I've experienced. One is how quick it works. 
and integrative. Like when it's done, the resolution has occurred or the integration has occurred, it's complete. And we've had, I've never, even as a hypnotist, that was one of the tools I was trained in. You know, I would do it, some would get a good result, but I'd still create a custom recording that they would listen to for 21 days to embed it deeper into their subconscious to create the change. Mm. This, it's like once it's done in that quick process, usually 60 minutes or less, it is complete. You don't have to revisit it, do anything else around that to, to integrate it or not have it be an issue for you. Number two, there's no narrative. I, after 14 years, got sick and tired of listening to people's shit. And I say that with love, but it was like, it's a lot as an empath, you know, when you're constantly listening to people, bitch, 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 it, and, and, and I get it, you know, life where we're, we're dealing with it and from our own perception, but it was a lot for me as a practitioner. And even as I was getting paid a lot of money after a while, I was like, I don't know if I could keep doing this with these tools, no story, no narrative necessary. You just need to know what is a problem. What is the emotional charge that's activated when you think about that problem or you put your attention on it and boom, you go straight into the process and that's it. Another element is no perfect conditions. As a, you know, again, one of the tools that I worked with was hypnosis. I had to make sure that my client was in a quiet room. You're not disturbed for the 60 minutes. This we've had, you know, people we've had two of our students helping each other. One was going through security at the airport while the other was on the phone helping them. And it still worked. We've had, you know, practitioners during practice swap in between a session still works. Wesley was working with one of our students during um, one of the trainings. Her dog starts barking. She runs off. His music started blaring out of nowhere. He went off still worked in the end so mm. it's neat there's no perfect conditions that are necessary for this um and then also you can use it on yourself that's very rare to find modalities that work so effectively it, if you do it as self-work you can use it on another individual and you can facilitate a group to um great results as well you know wesley has done a lot of when we've done free master classes he's run our tools and it's worked also i i last year i remember when i ran it in I was at a retreat in Fiji and at the end, the next day, I ran one of our processes to 65 entrepreneurs and somebody approached me the next day and said, I don't know what you did yesterday, but I've been dealing with this issue for decades. It's now gone. That wasn't a group process. And I have tons of testimonials like that. So I could go on and on. There's other features, but those are kind of key ones that I've observed that are radically different than what's out there and why I think that this is the future of, um, you know, of what the personal development or healing and, and growth yes, is going to be that people can be their own medicine and help themselves out of their own shit. Yeah. And then be empowered to help another being successfully without just listening to someone's story and validating it or keeping it going. They can actually have the ability to help another being and that, you know, it can happen fast and integratively where when it's done, it's done. Hmm. One of the things that Brandon and I see in the world is that people are leading and running their companies with a story that is not really true to them. And one of the things that we're going to be focusing in on and we are focusing in on is helping people get in touch with their stories. What you're gonna, what you hear today on today's show, let's do it again. What you hear on today's show is stories, stories of people who were transformed uh, using the rapid rewire method. And we want to help people tell their story. Those stories are powerful. They demonstrate the ability of that technology to work for them. These are the types of things we want you doing in your business. We want you to tell stories of transformation. We want you to tell how is your business special to you? How did you find your business? How did your business find you? That's your origin story. We want to help you do that. Head over to strategicstoryplaybook.com. Download the free tool that'll help you to start cataloging and identifying the key parts of stories that are going to help you transform your business and transform the world. Now back to the show. You're listening to The Innovative Founder. Now back to your hosts, Bob Rickneris and Brandon Boyd. Wesley, this brain and I are connected to so many people that are disruptors. Um, this is, this is a disrupting technology. Yeah. And obviously this is a huge threat to mainstream psychology. Um, for the reason, 
for, for this reason is, is there's security and financial reward for putting somebody in long-term therapy. Um, you know, we have friends that are working on curing cancer and have modalities to cure cancer fast. Um, you know, there, there's so much innovation going on and there's so much pushing back against it because the status quo and the, and the machine is like, no, no. Um, is this something where the results are, are going to be so prevalent that mainstream psychology has to adopt this? What, what, what do you, what do you think about that? Oh my gosh. I go back and forth on this so often. When I, when I first started all this, I was really excited and thought, oh my gosh, you know, this is going to change psychology and, and these yeah. people are going to embrace it. And they are the least embraceive group of all. And it's because of the way they're trained. Um, you know, that there's still this sort of old, old image somehow embedded in everything that's been touched by medicine of like a medical theater where like there's a bunch of people in the background witnessing something happening in, you know, they're in the dark and there's something happening in the light and they're witnessing, you know, and they're just removed from it, right? And, uh, and the way that this is done is it's through contact and contact is the carrier wave of this transformation or the healing. And so there's a much closer relationship between the person facilitating and the person receiving. And a lot of people who are conventionally trained, they don't really want to go there. They're not really all that interested in processing themselves. And the way that we train the work is that you're always exchanging. We don't role play. We always choose real circumstances, real situations. Um, so I wish those people would embrace it more, but they really haven't been who it is. And so what I'm finding is it's, it's individuals have a soul calling to want to serve another person. And right now we can do that under the auspices of coaching. And so yeah. we're really quick to, set, to, to draw a line in the sand and say, this isn't actually therapy, although a therapist yeah. can use it. It's not medicine, although a doctor could use it. Um, and we're beginning to understand we can help problems, we can help negative experiences, we can help people get over barriers to goals, we can help people integrate disserving identities into serving identities. And so none of this is curative, it's transformative. We're not interested in diagnosis or classification. We're interested in saying, this is where you are now, where do you wanna be? Okay, let's get you there. You know, mm -hmm. helping people function in a more healthy way. I'm also absolutely convinced that and I know absolutely what we can do and what we can't do with this work. So people with clinical disorders, um, you know, using old terminology, but you know, uh, access one and access two disorders, like things like you know, major depression, um, personality disorders, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, organic brain disorder, brain injury, that kind of stuff is gonna always be reserved to medicine, psychology, and psychiatry. However, Again, the world's burning. We got a bunch of healthy functioning people that are just trying to get through the, through the, through the thick crap we have to get through yeah. information, stuff coming at us and influences and distractions, right? And to get those people back on track and get them functioning, I like that's where I think we need to put our, our emphasis, right? And so who's it for and, and who do I think can do it? anyone can do it, but I'm finding that it's the people who have a soul calling to want to serve another person on their mission, get them more in their fullness, allow them to show up in a bigger and more meaningful way. And uh, so a lot of people are coming to us from a lot of different walks. Some of them are therapists. I want it eventually to be that way someday. Right now, we're just going to have to go off our anecdotal proof that we've shifted hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people's experiences, right? In a profound way. Do I hope that'll catch up? Yes, I'm no longer relying on it. So that was a long answer to say, I'm not relying on it, I want it to, but I also now understand it doesn't have to because I'm really not here to help sick people who really do need some kind of medical intervention. I'm here to empower the other 85 or 90% of the population to be more effective and to come back home to themselves and give their deepest gift. And I think that might be more important right now for what's imminent that we have to address in the world. Well, what you have, what, you, what you're doing is it's a leverage strategy. And the, 
you know, we, this, this show is about innovative founders and, and entrepreneurs who are actively doing things. They're, they're really aggressive at going after things and they, they initiate change in society. So what you're able to do, you, you can, you can have incredible leverage with this technology you you've worked on and developed by, by using it on the highest leverage people in society who will, when they're functioning at their at their utmost, they are generating solutions for society in all aspects of of the world, right? Health, business, education, right? All pillars of the world. You're you're enabling entrepreneurs to do that. Secondly, you're enabling people that support them. So there there are people that are coaches and healers and so forth by adding this technology to their tools tool set like you know stephanie you added this to your tool set and became like oh wow i was using a garden trowel and now i've got a steam shovel like i can do much more work i mm. can dig a giant hole to put a building in not just plant uh, a bean you know like uh, a bean plant that's that's what i'm seeing is like the incredible leverage that you're going to get by going after the high impact people in society and those that serve them that's to me this is this is the most exciting thing. You don't have to convince the psychological community at large because they're a slow moving barge that is not going to be able to turn around quickly. Go go to those 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 speed boats, those high impact, those you know high end sports cars um, that are that need to just run faster and better. I, I think that's that's going to encourage you guys. Yeah, no, I agree, Bob. Thank you for saying that. And, you know, that's why I know previously in my work, I was working with kind of the those with influence or those high leveraged people. Yeah. And then now, you know, with our work, that's what that's also who we're seeing coming into our training. I mean, Brandon showed up, one of our dear friends, Christy, she does um, fractional COO yeah. work. Um, we had someone who was a partner at McKinsey and Company come. We've had real estate agents. I mean, like really amazing humans who have influence and yes. are able to impact other people in their spheres. Um, and what's neat, as, as Wesley said, is, you know, anyone can do these because it's not about the person. Um, another thing I forgot to mention about what makes us so unique is the fact that all of these are standardized processes. Ziverad had created these. He was able to refine them so well that it's literally in a standardized script. If I handed you a script today, Bob, and you are just hearing about it from Brandon, from me, from Wesley, but you've never seen it. And I handed it to you and maybe Wesley or I gave you a couple quick, just things to look out for. You could actually cause a radical integration for another person and mm -hmm. fast. Mm -hmm. This is, yep, Brandon knows because when we mm -hmm. gave you day one, end of words, you'd never seen that one before, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and Bob knows this, like, I could have sit there and listened to you and Wesley talk all weekend about brain stuff, but you deliberately said, okay, grab the script and it's time. And I was not, I didn't feel ready. I didn't feel certified. I didn't feel trained. And brain is not ready for anything unless he spends hours and days and weeks just <laughs> going, diving into the details. Never mind. I know every facet. I want to be completely every, every, immersed and know everything, everything. Before I'm comfortable, you know, and and, and you what totally trick them. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, wait a minute, we're we've only been here two hours. You're wanting me to do this thing? Wait, whoa, oh, wait a minute. It's like nobody, like you know, get on the skates, go down the hill. You know, it, it was that it was it was that unnerving, and it was also that amazing that we're sitting here doing it. And that's why I want to reemphasize what I love about this. It does not rely on the practitioner necessarily. You know, it does not require my expertise, you know, and, and my my credentializing to to be able to walk someone through their, their process. And that is wonderfully freeing and exciting to be able to go and take this work out there, because, as we know, there's a lot of ego based training. There's a lot of guru, you know, guru based training where it, people have been trained like, OK, this my ability to help someone depends on my expertise rather than that person's inherent expertise to be able to work heal release things from themselves so yeah it was it was astounding I'm, I'm still these guys are laughing at me because still in training i want more answers i want more training i want more training like nope do a process today we did this last week i'm like nope stop we're gonna do a process i'm like i want to learn more and ask oh, more questions I'm like nope. no brandon brandon needs things to be really hard for them to be effective <laughs> 
So when you give him something that's that easy and works, he's going to try to find the work in it. Oh, <laughs> killing me. And you're right. All right. So right. You're so um, right. Guys, so, remember that? I would love for one of you to help me clear that because that is yeah. so Actually, why don't, why don't you guys give me the script? <laughs> and then I'll clear it. I'll, I'll prove yeah. how easy it is. I'll make, I'll clear it. I'll clear it for you. Yeah. Brandon. Okay. That, that's Thank what, you. that's what's going to happen. Oh, please. Do. I love it. Um, <laughs> just uh, as we're kind of getting to the, to the close here, uh, Wesley, um, you, you talked about kind of where you want this to go. Um, give, give us, give us a little bit of grander vision. Like what, what do you really want to see happen here? What I really want to see happen here is I want people to be able to come back to themselves and offer their deepest gifts. That That's the most important thing for me. And I believe that if there's a sovereign right that we all have, it's that we are ourselves, that we are not our identities, we're not our stories, we're not our expectations, we are not our obligations. And that we can have the internal green light and the freedom to simply show up as ourselves. That to me is like the grand vision. When we're there, making a misstep is gonna be very, very hard. It's very difficult when you're on connected to your soul and you're on the path to make a misstep because you are connected to something far more compassionate and embraceive. You know, it's very difficult to harm somebody in that space. And to bring more people there and let them know that, hey, you can just be you. And you can do what you need to do. And, to, and so many people have chosen careers and vocations and jobs that have just taken them off on some tangential path in life. But something inside of them is saying, I really need to do this. And empowering them and giving them the permission to get back to where they come from. What they need to do and how they need to show up is going to be, for me, very, very important. So grand vision, I want... And there's been so many upgrades in so many areas of life. We need the psychological upgrade that turmoil needs to be optional. Turmoil is optional. The situation will be difficult, but the turmoil can be optional. We don't have to prove it to ourselves. Sorry, Brandon. Everything has to be hard and we can't receive something that feels good just because it is our sovereign right to be naturally balanced. We're all living in an altered state of stress and thinking that's normal. And we don't function well there. We don't function well when we, when we don't get good sleep. We don't function well when we have illness. We don't function well when we have debilitating stress. And all that stress and turmoil, that can be integrated. That can be mitigated. And we can show up more fully. Our hearts are more open. Our brains are connected to our creative capacities and then you know i think we're just going to be less assholes and easier to get along with and and really you know make some positive change that is human change mm -hmm. human change not artificial change human organic soulful shift because it is in connection we wouldn't need consciousness if we didn't have interaction with other we need that it's 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 connected to feeling human and so this is a way where we can show up in our humanness most fully uh, stephanie there's so many people that are in positions of influence government whatever that you can clearly see that are leading through trauma like i, I can't yeah. imagine how many people that Here. have come across your yeah just your personal path that are in positions of influence that are running companies that are running countries that are running states that are leading based on a traumatic event that they just i i, I can't imagine just wesley your vision i this like the world how much the world would shift if people could clear that trauma and not be living in so much fear you know that that just like that that sends electricity through my body is mm. like, what, what could our society be like if people stopped leading through trauma? Amen to that. Amen. Yeah, truly. <laughs> and that's why, you know, that's our mission. Fortunately, um, we do have amazing people inside of our, you know, training so far who see the power and impact yeah. of what this can be and how, when we do get it to some of the right folks, and we already have been over the course that we've, you know, been moving this, this company along is that 
we are going to serve humanity in the, in the biggest way possible. I know it. There's some really key players right now I'm already in conversation with that if we hit them, it'll, you know, go down into the institutions that they influence. And um, for me, this is legacy. I know it is for Wesley as well. This is the mark that we want to leave humanity with yeah. and that it goes beyond us. You know, and that's why we're setting it up as a way where if he goes, if I go, this work continues on and people can still be radically impacted by that in the most profound ways, such that they can come back and be themselves wholeheartedly. And Love to lead it. from that place, yeah, of, of wholeness. Yeah. Love it. Um, Brandon and I would be really honored if you could share uh, a place where people could go to learn more about this. If, if people are hearing this and they're not motivated to try this out, um, you need you need this. <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> I can testify as someone who is being trained in this. This is absolutely amazing work, and and fully support it. And yes, it's that amazing. Yeah, where 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 can we go to to connect with this this work and and begin to discover it and and utilize it? Yeah, well, you can go to our website, which is rapidrewiremethod.com. If people want to get a taste of it, we do have a freebie on our website that you can download. If you go to rapidrewiremethod.com forward slash alternator, it will take you straight there to the free download, or you could just find it on our homepage when you scroll. You could download it as well, just to, again, get a, a taste of it. That's where Wesley actually does a group process. So you can listen in and have your own direct experience of our work. Again, that's just a minor piece of what we do, but at least that'll give you a little peek into our world and uh, have an experience on yourself. Yeah, and Brandon, I think you could attest to this. It's fine to go in this with a ton of skepticism. Absolutely. Like skepticism yeah. does not, skepticism will not negate this effectiveness for no. you, will it? No, 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 not at all. Um, and and I you know I get it. I mean, going into it when I when I went for the training for the weekend, it was you know hearing Stephanie talk about it at the party was like oh this sounds really interesting. I also you know we've had Britt Lefko was one of our guests as well, and she's also a coach and does amazing work with people. So it wasn't necessarily a, a negation of other modalities. Um, and as Wesley said, there's 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 absolutely place for different therapies 100 there's things that this can do and cannot do um but for something that validates our innate nature that we can set ourselves free that we can heal ourselves and that we have everything we are capable of to do that as humans uh this this is absolutely the work this is it um so i'm a huge supporter and that's why you and that's why you're on the show. So <laughs> we we are so grateful that you guys took time out of your schedule um, to share this. Um, you know, the, the small part we can play to help you get the word out about this. And uh, uh, we can't wait to introduce you to more of our friends and um, just really excited about the possibilities. So thank you for doing the work. Thank you for honoring the work and then be willing to share it to affect society. I think uh, um, we just support you in that journey. Thanks for thanks for spending time with us today, Wesley and Stephanie. Thanks, you guys. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Innovative Founder with Bob Regneris and Brandon Boyd, a show featuring the real stories of entrepreneurs making their beautiful dent in the world. If you like the show, let us know by leaving a rating. If you're an innovative business founder yourself with a story to tell, then you might just be our next guest. Reach out to us on InnovativeFounder.com and tell us your story. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on The Innovative Founder.